Hello, fellow sojourners. I'm your host, Dave Layton, and welcome to Travel with a Purpose, a podcast designed to keep sojourners and friends informed, entertained, and inspired. Well, in today's episode, we'll be visiting with another very special sojourner couple, Martin and Deborah Buchanan. I tell you, this couple is a, just a wonderful couple, uh, sojourners and uh, active. Uh, they're Westerners. And uh, of course, we know them as Doc Martin. But anyway, I, I, I'm just excited to have them on the, the podcast today. Well, hello, guys. How are you doing? We are well, Dave. Thanks. Yep. Uh, good to hear. Well, that you. was that was Martin. How about you, Deborah? You doing okay? I'm doing fine. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just, I really am thrilled to have you guys on here. You're, you're so very well known and appreciated. And so it, it's just a, a, a joy to have you on the show. Well, I've got some questions to kind of help our listeners uh, come to know you better. By the way, I heard something exciting yesterday from uh, uh, Ron. Uh, he told me that we have 40 green dots so wow. far wow. isn't that great that's, that's great that's quite that a is great <laughs> so there's a lot of folks coming into the pipeline that may not know you guys right and and one of my objectives with the podcast is to help people get to know all of us uh, certainly many sojourners know you. you you've you've participated in workshops and other activities been on sojourns and fellowships with all of us so uh, it's just a, a joy to have you with us. But all right, well, let's let's get started. First of all, where's home when you're not on the road? Well, right now we have retired to Cody, Wyoming, which is in the northwest part of the Cowboy State, uh, about fifty miles east of Yellowstone Park, Yellowstone oh, okay. National Park. Okay. Well, that's cold country. Well, it does get cold here, yes. In fact, this last winter was one of our coldest winters that we've experienced. We've been here about seven years. Almost seven years. Almost seven years. Okay. And uh, it does get cold here in the winter. We have to winterize our RV in October and really don't uh, bring it out uh, to travel uh, until about May. Wow. So, so it's uh, it stays bedded down, so to speak, for yeah. several months each year. Well, you know, here in uh, the southern part of Alabama, I don't winterize. Uh, <laughs> I, I drain I drain things, but I don't have uh -huh. to worry so much about winterizing. Um, so, yeah, wow. That's, that's a good idea for a future podcast for Sojourners, how to winterize your RV. <laughs> so, you know, one thing uh, – I had a chance uh, a few years ago to speak at York. It was York College then mm -hmm. uh, during their um, Open Doors program. Uh huh. And we had a lot of folks attend that that were coming out of the Western state. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, it really impressed upon me the scarcity and also the small community of believers. Uh, the scarcity of the congregations and all of that. So you are living in a mission field. Well, we we agree. We've been in a mission field for a long time. I don't know that we have individually, we have, in fact, I'm sure we have not planted any churches, so yeah. to speak, but we have certainly labored 
uh, a lot with small churches. Uh, and of course, that's at the heart of our mission. Uh, I, I did get a chance, uh, Lynn and I, a number of years ago to start a congregation up in Pennsylvania, and um, we were the only congregation in about a three-county area. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so I understand that. Uh, it's a challenge mm -hmm. to start a congregation. You have to have somebody there, obviously, that's going to be mm -hmm. part of the community, and it's a long-term because you're not going to find if you already had a large number of Christians there, you'd already have a congregation there. So exactly. that, that's the challenge. So, so yeah, it's a mission area. And, and I know you, I know you guys enough to know that um, if you're breathing, you're talking about the Lord, you're, you're looking for opportunities. So I, I know that about y'all. All right. Well, how did, how did you, how long have you been sojourner? Uh, we're, Finishing up our ninth year. Ninth? Yeah, okay. Finishing yeah. up our ninth year. So okay. 2014. Well, we, Lynn and I began in 2016. So, yeah. Uh -huh. Well, how did you hear about Sojourners? Well, we heard about Sojourners back in the uh, prehistoric days. Um, <laughs> in, when, in the what days? Uh, prehistoric days. Almost. Well, prehistoric. <laughs> prehistoric. Um, in about, we were trying to remember exactly what year and we're not a hundred percent certain certain it might be 1974 1975 we were members of a small church in the houston texas area the church was yale street gardens and uh we had only been married about three or four years and i was going to college still at the time and someone came to Yale Street Gardens and made a presentation about sojourning. Uh, we don't remember who it was. It might have been Paul Scott. It might, you know, it might have been one of his associates. And we decided then, you know, we would like to do that when we retire eventually. Yeah. And so we've been kind of thinking about this over the decades. And uh, then finally, you know, pull the trigger on it in, in 2014 okay. uh, to be sojourners. I have a similar story. Uh, we were one of the young staff sergeants stationed at uh, Lackland Air Force Base. It was in the early 80s, and Paul and Peggy came through mm -hmm. at, at our congregation. I, one of our elders actually later became a sojourner full-time. And uh, anyway, anyway, I met them, and uh, they spent the summer uh, there at our congregation. We actually set up, I think, about five hookups behind the church. The city made us put a fence up. They said, you're creating a trailer park. But we did. <laughs> but uh, Paul was having some medical things, and uh, he's, re he's retired Navy, so he was there at the base hospital mm -hmm. receiving care, and they stayed in their camper. Um, but he, he talked to me, uh, uh, he said, you know, when you retire, think about becoming a sojourner. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Well, I kind of, Oh yeah, sounds great. I put it in the back of my mind. Well, as an enlisted guy, and I'm probably, that's true for most officers in the military, you don't live real well on retired military pay. <laughs> you don't live real well on military pay. And then they cut that in half. So, right. And you don't get all the housing and food allowances, right. and, you know, base pay. But anyway, 
So when I finally did retire uh, back in uh, 2016, uh, we said, yeah, this is, this is what we want to do. And so we, we've enjoyed it. Same, same kind of situation. It was out there. And, and I guess part of the reason for asking that is in a, both our cases, a sojourner planted the seed. Mm-hmm. The idea that later on, this is a great mission for people. And, mm-hmm. and so to our fellow sojourners, do that. Talk up yes. when we go out on sojourns. That's right. Uh, that, yeah. Dave, I will, I will add one more point. There were times uh, through the years that other people influenced us as well. We, uh, my aunt and uncle were sojourners Okay, and, uh, they came to great to, we used to live in Montana, uh, in great falls. They came, they came on a sojourn to great falls. We met, we had already met other, uh, sojourners along the way. And every time we talked with sojourners, they always reinforced the benefits of of the lifestyle and of, and the rewards of being part of uh, part of the mission. Yeah, uh, and the same kind of thing with us uh, because we put those extra hookups behind our church. We became a stopover, mm-hmm. and so sojourners would come in, and I was always uh, you know it was neat to see them. They'd come in and they'd have their sojourner badge on, and and mm-hmm. uh, that that was kind of neat to meet them. All right, and and by the way, I, I I've commented. Uh, the sojourners that have been added to our number in the last couple of years have just been wonderful folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's, you know, I, I'm sitting here going, we've got a great future ahead of mm-hmm. us in sojourning. Great folks. So it's exciting to see them. All right. Uh, what, what in your life before you became sojourners helped prepare you uh, in your sojourner mission. Now, not that's not necessarily medical background. That's that's any background mm-hmm. experience. Right. I think the most probably the most important thing I would say is is our uh, regular and consistent affiliation with the Church of Christ. Okay. Okay. Um, just knowing that we were going to be participating in that. Uh, in a congregation life, you know, the life of the body, the local body of Christ uh, over the years has has prepared us to be sojourners, I think, and to be uh, good encouragers of Christians, especially and especially young families, I would say. Okay, you does mean answer, in, in terms of mentoring? Does yeah, that yeah. answer your question? Like, like mentoring young families? Men- mentoring young families, some, um, you know, just being encouraging, trying to help them uh, with management of their of their home. You know, not not that we're in their home nosing around uh, trying to help them, but when they come and ask us a question or have a difficult situation, you know, we're available okay. to help. And being in smaller congregations, when he was doing his internship and residency in Virginia, we went to a little congregation in Chesterfield, and it was, I don't know, how many people did we have? 80, maybe? I don't know. It was very small. So we've been there. We've been in Montana. We've been in Wyoming. Um, Our congregation in Paris was fairly good size. Fairly good size. I'm thinking Colorado Springs was a 
not a not a not a tiny church but but it wasn't huge yeah maybe a hundred people so we we've purposely um placed ourselves in those situations to see where we could help where we could encourage um i've done hot ladies bible class in great falls for probably 14 13 or 14 years i've I did the curriculum up there years and years ago for, which the children. They, for the children, which they just have stopped using in the last year or two. Um, so just those kinds of things where whatever needed to be done, we tried to do. Right. Okay. Um, so you, 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 you both have teaching background as well. Uh, Martin, did, did you have opportunity? Have you had opportunity to preach and, uh, Well, I've had opportunity. I I would not consider myself an evangelist or or a preacher, but I I really enjoy and I feel like I do a good job at uh, teaching adult Bible class. Okay. So I enjoy those situations. Well, I've heard you teach and I think you do well. So don't discount that. (laughs) That's, That's great. By the way, I've been through Chesterfield. I don't think we've ever stopped over there. We've been through right. a, a, it's a, a, it. It's a suburb of Richmond. Yeah. One of our, um, uh, well, two of them now, two of our daughters and their family live in the Richmond area over in really? Powhatan. And uh, mm-hmm. okay. one of them recently moved from uh, the Seattle area into the Richmond area. I don't remember the exact community, but yeah, there's like a lot of big cities. There's obviously outlying. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Lots of them. Yeah, but I know we drive through and we see the sign Chesterfield. We know we're close. (laughs) So uh, we make it a two-day trip from our home here close in Prattville to Mm -hmm. uh, go to Powhatan. We we stop Mm -hmm. over usually in Charlotte. Oh, uh uh-huh. And uh, go from there. Okay. So – your, your background working with churches, especially small churches, and being active in the congregations, that's prepared you for uh, what you do. And, and, you know, sometimes folks say, well, I, I'd like to be a sojourner, but I don't have any real skills or anything. And I tell them, yes, you do. Mm-hmm. We, we need you. And, and besides, if you'll just hang on to the end of the board, somebody else will cut the other end. And that, so that's, you right. Have, that's right. And, and we learn. That's right. <clears throat> That's the uh, thing I, about retirement. You can't retire. You have to keep going. Oh, yeah. And you have to keep learning. And you have to keep learning. Yes, we do. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I, I, my, my profession, my background is adult education, adult learning. And uh, that's, a, that's one of the most important things that we try to teach people is uh, always continue to learn. Mm-hmm. It, it yes. does help you health-wise. There's benefits mm-hmm. as well mental health as well. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't really know much at all about electricity before I became a sojourner and Scott Westfall would tell me that I still don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> but I have learned to tune in to, I, to, uh, to YouTube and, uh, I'll, yep. sometimes I'll give Scott a call and ask him, what do you think about something? Uh, one time, uh, I, I was putting the, Running, running the cord, power cord, and all of that in the top of the honeycomb to drop the camera and, and all of that down. And um, so Scott asked me before I climbed up into the attic there, he says, okay, walk me through everything you're going to do. 
he's got that heart of a teacher. But anyway, I told him, I said, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this and this and this and this. And he goes, you know, Scott, he goes, well, is your life insurance paid up? (laughs) (laughs) All right. But yeah, we do learn things, uh, spiritual things and abilities and skills uh, throughout our life. And we can apply those, transfer those Mm -hmm. into what we do. So it's it's great. And and the fellowship we have with each other. So nine years worth of sojourning, you have come into some pretty interesting situations from time to time, no doubt. Is there anyone that kind of sticks out in your mind that might be unforgettable? Well, we were scratching our heads about that uh, this morning. My rememberer doesn't work very well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, we... Um, we helped a small church in Rupert, Idaho, uh, conduct a vacation Bible school. And this would be about six years ago, 2017. Um, and it was kind of a chaotic uh, time for us as a couple because my mother was in her terminal illness and was and actually uh, passed away. Uh, the first dear, week of the sojourn. The first week of the sojourn. <laughs> Uh, she passed away in Texas, so it was kind of chaotic for us. We had two other couples with us on the sojourn, um, and uh, th- it's it seemed like uh, the church really wasn't very much prepared for us to help, okay. uh, but we uh, gave it the proper effort and and did. I thought we did as well as we could. Yeah during during the VBS and I remember um, one of the five well we had I think it was a four-day VBS or something like that maybe yeah. it was five days but the last day uh, it was in July I think mm-hmm. and yeah, well, the last our, day might have been the first week of August the, the last day um, we were we were having activities out outdoors and um, after at at the end of the at the end of the um, session, uh, Steve Johnson and I both were rewarded with pies in the face. <laughs> so it was it was quite a an enjoyable time, and everybody got a good laugh out of that. Yeah. So okay. We were we were the foils uh, for the for the uh, VBS. <laughs> okay. All right. We we do have fun on uh, sojourns and we get to meet just some incredible people. Yeah. My home congregation here in Prattville, we, we have over 400 members and you, you can get lost in the crowd. Uh But when I go out to a congregation that may have six or eight Uh people, Right. Uh, we've worked we've worked with one here in Alabama actually that had about um, six consistent members. Wonderful people. But and, and, uh, we were down with the Disickers last year in Jay, Florida. Uh, they had 45, 46 people. And I always think, you know, you guys are in the trenches. Y'all, mm-hmm. y'all are fighting the fight every day. Every day. And when you when somebody is not there, you know it. Uh-huh. And and it really impacts you. And so when I go out to these congregations, I see our role sometimes 
as not just teaching VBS or whatever, but encouraging those mm-hmm. congregations. Sure. And, and of course, that's reciprocal. We get encouragement from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just a joy. Hey, uh, my most memorable sojourn was in Hazelhurst, Georgia. Um, it was the first time we had been out on a spiritual sojourn door knocking. And uh, there were a lot of things happened during that time. And uh, But the one that really, really stands out, there was a housing area. And uh, we we walked through it, and we knocked on this one door. And uh, this, this sweet, wonderful black lady comes to the door, and she's got a little baby with her. And uh, she was everybody's grandmother in that little area. <laughs> sweet lady, though. And uh, so we sat. Well, we stood there, and and, uh, she sat in a chair uh, on the porch holding that baby, and Lynn actually held the baby for a little while, and we talked with her, and I got to noticing that the chair was a kitchen chair that she was sitting in, kind of wobbly, and I love to fix furniture and make furniture, so you're always looking for a way to have a follow-on session Mm -hmm. with folks, and so I asked her, I said, hey, I like to fix chairs. Can I come back this afternoon around 5 o'clock and fix that chair for you? Sure, sure, sure. That's the best $4 I ever spent. <laughs> I, I went over to the hardware store and got some braces for the chair. And I, we came back that afternoon. And while Lynn was talking with her and, and everything, um, I was fixing her chair for her and got it all tightened up and fixed up for her. And uh, we were having a vacation Bible school. And so um, we invited her and any of the kids that wanted to come to VBS. And she said, I'm going to do that. So, uh, we, the next day, I think it was, we came back and, um, I, uh, we picked her up and there were three, uh, about 12, 13 year old young folks with her. And, uh, any, anyway, I asked her, I said, how's that chair doing? And in her beautiful black Southern draw, she says, la. I tells everybody that man from the church done fix my chair. That's my <laughs> praying chair. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we uh, we went to VBS. Oh, by the way, something else memorable happened that night. Um, you remember about five years ago, maybe that tornado went through Camp B and blew the trees mm-hmm. over. And, uh-huh. um, that same tornado system hit us in Hazelhurst, Georgia, the oh. very night that she came to VBS with us. And so it was storming and carrying mm. on. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, there's a lot of memorable things that happen on sojourns. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, some of them are life changing for us. As mm-hmm. well. And it's, it's just a wonderful thing. Well, I got one more question that I always like to ask my guests, especially yeah. sojourners. And uh, we use the tagline, travel with a purpose. And I'd like your thoughts on what that means to you when you hear that phrase, travel with a purpose. Deborah, you want to tackle that one? Well, I think as Christians, we need to have purpose in our lives. We don't retire. We need, we need to keep working for the Lord. And that's what sojourning does. It gives you a purpose in life. There are congregations out there that are struggling to keep their heads above water, uh, struggling to, to even meet sometimes. And if we can go and encourage them, then 
we've served a purpose and they've benefited and we've benefited. And hopefully yeah. the Lord's work has benefited. Right. Lord's been glorified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I would just add, just echo some of what she said. Uh, every, every trip that, that we take now, not just as sojourners, but every trip has a purpose, but this is travel with a spiritual or an eternal purpose. And that is so much more meaningful in the long haul. I mean, we, we try to, when we travel, we always try to uh, incorporate a little bit of history contact. We're not ones that like to go to amusement parks. I mean, we'll go if, if that's what the family activity is, but we enjoy learning about history. But even more than that, when we're on a sojourn, it's, it's trying to encourage, lift up, point people back to Jesus and, and get, get them on a more firm, spiritual, eternal course. And that's, Man, that's, that's what we enjoy. Uh, yeah, that's great. It, it truly is. Um, in, in my year of recovery from leukemia, which by the way, October 27th is one year in counting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, in my research about uh, rediscovering and sustaining hope, Mm -hmm. uh, I ran across several articles where people said, you need to get out of yourself. Mm -hmm. You need to, you need to start focusing on others. Mm -hmm. And, and, and that's what I see as part of our purpose, but, but it's not just focusing on others and the general things that we do, but it is showing that true love and concern for their soul mm -hmm. and, and bringing that to them as well. It just so happens Sojourning is a vehicle in which we can do that. But mm -hmm. yeah, it, it, everything about that, recovering from depression, recovering mm -hmm. from a, a lost or challenged hope. I tell people, you haven't lost hope until you say, I have no hope because right. it's there. So anyway, yeah, I appreciate that. It, you know, I tell people there's, there's physical blessings for being sojourners Absolutely. having that purpose in life. It, it's, it, it, I'm always curious whenever we have an inactive sojourner that passes away, you know, what was their age? When did, how long have they been sojourning mm -hmm. and all those kinds of things? Because you see longevity mm -hmm. in their life. And so, mm -hmm. Hey, come be with us. You, you just might live a little bit longer. <laughs> Unless, if of course, you fall you off the ladder or, you know, something yeah, like if that. Yeah, we don't work you to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we do. There, There is no retirement from the Lord's army. No. Amen. This, this is just more opportunity to serve as we can. All right. Uh, anything else you guys want to add? Um, we don't have anything <laughs> that comes to the front of our minds, Dave. Thank but you have to remember our minds don't work very well anymore. Oh, <laughs> Well, that's another benefit of sojourners. We 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 have a collective minds. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, let me uh, let me wrap up, friends. Um, this is our visit with Martin and Deborah Buchanan, two wonderful sojourners. Uh, many of us have come to love and appreciate very much. And and so, guys, thank you for giving me your time, and thank you for your service to sojourners, to the Lord, to His Church. Well, thank you for the opportunity, Dave. Hopefully okay. we can encourage some other people to participate. 
Well, friends, if you're interested in being a guest on our podcast or you know someone we should have as a guest, please email me at sojournersevangelize at gmail.com. Sojournersevangelize at gmail.com. Also, please follow our podcast to keep updated when new episodes are published. I'm your host, Dave Layton, and remember to glorify God as together we travel with a purpose.